This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like more information on what you hear today during our show, please give us a call at 586-752-7008, or you can visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Remember, while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution, as well as cautious plans for a return to normal life. And with good reason. After all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for nearly a year and a half now. Yet, despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. Now, accordingly, President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue we've likely to see for at least the next several months. On today's show, we're going to spend time breaking down the plan and most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet, and your overall financial strategy. But before we begin peeling back the details of the Biden tax plan, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Hey, good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Albert. And wow, sounds like a great topic for today's show. Very timely. And I'm interested to hear some of the details on what's being proposed and what we might be looking at, especially as far as uh, taxes down the road. I think we all know they'll probably go up <laughs> Yes, in most areas, but it sounds like there might be a few uh, good benefits to uh, tucked away in that plan as well. We'll have to see here, but I have been great. I've had a super week. How about you, Albert? What's going on over there? Oh, I've been wonderful as well, despite our uh, little snow we had last week, but uh, temperatures warming up this week and uh, it's time to uh, get the uh, outdoor chores done. Yep. Get some work done around the house. Maybe dig out those golf clubs. (laughs) I did actually yesterday for the first time in our league. Uh, Let's just say it wasn't uh, as good as I was hoping. Oh, (laughs) okay. Well, well, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's all right. It happens. So, uh, I know you'll, uh, you'll make up for it. You, you gotta get, uh, you gotta get the cobwebs out there. There you go. Plenty of time for the year. A couple so. of rounds. Sure. Uh, well, I think it's cool. You're in a league. I know you really enjoy that, uh, because you keep really busy meeting with clients and, uh, talking to our listeners out there about topics they're interested in. Speaking of which, um, you know, the, I think the word taxes is enough to stop a lot of folks in their tracks, right? Are they For going sure. up? 
Uh, when will they? I think the question is when will they go up? But tax policy is something that affects pretty much every American, whether directly or indirectly. So talking about this Biden tax plan is going to make for a terrific show. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Oh, I agree 100 percent. And right off the bat, I'll note that we're going to take a high level approach to how we talk about uh, the plan today. Um, in fact, we'll get into its major elements and talk about them in broad terms. And as you listen, if you hear something that you think you might or you may have a significant direct impact on you, I'd recommend jotting it down and reaching out to a tax professional to discuss it further. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. And you can rest assured that financial services professionals like yourself, Albert, across the country are working to make sure they completely understand the plan's finer points. I know you've done that. What do you have for us first? Well, the details we're sharing today are referenced in an interesting Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan. And before we really get rolling, I want to also emphasize that right now, the Biden tax plan is just that, a plan. Okay, Uh, It will be debated, negotiated, and most likely changed. After that, it will need to pass in both the House and Senate. And then after all of that, Biden will be able to sign it into law. So long story short, at this point, we do not know which parts of the plans will make it into the final bill. However, the plan's first significant component that the article addresses is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. That means the top individual federal income tax rate will return to 39.6% from its current 37%. And the corporate rate would jump back to 28% from its current 21%. Well, what does that mean for the average person then? Oh, that's a great question. See, for people with incomes of $400,000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax uh, rate that applies at higher tax brackets. So rates would be basically tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below 400000 dollars wouldn't face increases okay and i'm sure the notion that incomes below that 400 grand likely won't impact a rate increase for a lot of people is a relief uh, you know to many of our listeners but can you give us a little more information about what might happen to those with incomes that are north of 400,000 sure Taxpayers who whose income is more than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Also, the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, that would vanish. Now, if you're not familiar, uh, what this refers to is fund managers paying capital gains tax rates, which are currently 20%, rather than the ordinary income rates on their carried interest. So this allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their funds profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But that would no longer be possible if the plan passes as currently written. Okay. I think that's a good breakdown. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations? Well, the corporate rate would jump to 28% 
from the current 21% as we noted a few moments ago. But in an effort to block uh, profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. Now, corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. And additionally, the Biden plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, transportation, and manufacturing. It would also boost taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global intangible low-tax income. So at this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these tax changes may have on corporate stock valuations and, accordingly, the value of stock portfolios and retirement savings. However, we avoid getting too deep into investments and the market on our show because, well, we just don't have enough time to discuss all the nuances. But if you think your investments may be affected by the Biden plan, I'd urge you to get together with a financial services professional. Yeah, and speaking of that, why don't you let our listeners know right now how they can get a hold of you, Albert? Oh, yes, as always, I encourage you to visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or you can call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, during our show today, we're talking about a lot of these elements of the Biden tax plan proposal and discussing how they might impact you and your financial strategy out there. I think it's been a good show so far. How do you want to kick off this segment? Well, the next piece of great info, the Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan addresses is benefits for both individuals and families. But before we get into that, I, I want to remind everyone that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal, as we said. It needs to be debated in Congress, negotiated, and likely changed to some degree before it lands on President Biden's desk for a signature. Now, as for benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some interesting nuggets. First, the plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. Now, this part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners. Well, that's interesting. Now, making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is one of the best reasons possible, I would say, to work closely with a financial professional like yourself. Uh, though I'm not a tax preparer, I believe that, you know, obviously our American tax system is an absolute, well, mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it's a labyrinth. Uh, so having someone to uh, partner with to help you through it is the smart play. And working with somebody like yourself is is huge. I can agree more, Tony. Uh, as for the Biden tax plan, um, and it proposes two credits that are focused on children. First, it would expand eligibility for the child and dependent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income families. I should say working families. And then currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. Now, the proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Second, Huh. Under the Biden plan, 
the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from $2,000 to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. And additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids under the age of 6. Wow. That sounds like some really good news for listeners with little ones still at home. For sure. uh, but how about our favorite subject, retirement? Uh, <laughs> what does the Biden plan say about that? Actually, they say, <clears throat> excuse me, quite a bit. Um, one substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current law allows does apply to retirement savings. Uh, in fact, the Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401ks and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. So depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known, there could be a substantial impact for high earners, specifically if the potential revision to 401k contributions offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of 35%, a 20% tax credit. So rather than the present deduction, the tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of 19500 would drop from 6852 to $3,900. Well, yeah, I've heard the Biden plan also addresses health insurance costs, which I know is going to be another area of interest for a lot of our listeners out there. What can you tell us about that? Well, the Biden proposal calls for increased access uh, to health insurance. As written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to uh, limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of about 8.5% of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance plan. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it may be a great idea to work with a financial service professional to find something that fits your needs. Yeah, good call. And it seems like this proposed plan has a wide net uh, that's seeking to offer up some benefits to a variety of people. You know, I think that's an apt observation here, Tony. Uh, the Biden plan also includes a credit for first-time home buyers to encourage uh, wealth accumulation through home ownership. Uh, the plan would reinstate the first-time home buyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize the housing uh, during the Great Recession last decade. Um, the credit would also provide as much as $15,000 for the first-time home purchase. Uh, it would be both refundable and advanceable as the time of purchase rather than making the purchaser wait until they filed their taxes. Wow. Well, that sounds good. I mean, a first-time home buyer credit could really give a boost to younger Americans out there. Oh, that's right. Um, as could the proposal, uh, proposed plans to uh, student debt help. Uh, the plan would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer more robust uh, forgiveness and deferral rules. Now, currently, loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt after 20 years without socking them with a tax liability. Yeah. Student loan forgiveness uh, may in and of itself be an issue that people really want to keep an eye on, because I know there are a number of different proposals floating around right now that seek to address what seems to be a really significant issue for millions of Americans. 
You know, that's a really good point, Tony. It doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what's uh, in the Biden's plan may well become law, but certainly not all of it will. Uh, so other student debt proposals making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than what's in the president's proposal. Yeah, sure. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how much of this actually makes it through and is part of the bill that's passed. Uh, now, let's uh, keep going here. We're talking about uh, the proposed Biden tax plan and some of the ways that, you know, it could affect our finances in 2021 and beyond. Uh, these kind of proposals are incredibly dense. Uh, I guess that's a word I'd use or uh, they have a lot of details, especially when it comes to tax laws and tax changes. But I think you've done a really good job of giving us a high level uh, breakdown so far, Albert. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, the Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan uh, next addresses payroll and estate taxes, which is obviously a significant area of interest for uh, many of our listeners. Um, in 2020, the Social Security payroll tax is 6.2% for both employer and employee on salaries up to the contribution limit of $142,800 for 2021. Now, for the self-employed, the Social Security tax is 12.4% of net profits. So the Biden plan would implement an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and employee on income of $400,000 or more. The plan doesn't call for additional Social Security taxes on salaries between $142,800 and $399,999. Okay. So that covers payroll taxes. That's interesting. He wants to raise payroll taxes for those making more than 400000 Uh What does the article tell us about estate taxes, or what do you know about that? Well, the Biden plan encompasses two potential changes to the uh, federal estate tax. First, it would slash the estate tax exemption by roughly 50% from its present level of $11.58 million in assets, which would place it back at its pre-Trump level, basically. The article notes that tax experts think many very wealthy people already utilize tax planning strategies that reduce their estate tax bills and will continue to do so. So while the smaller exemption amount may result in more tax planning, an increase in revenue is likely to be nominal. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, this is a great information. Now, we know a lot about uh, what President Biden and his team are thinking, but I'm curious about how this proposal and these ideas compare and contrast to those of uh, President Trump's tax plan. You know, that's a terrific question, Tony. And I don't think it's any great uh, revelation to say that the philosophical differences between the Trump administration and the Biden administrations are pretty big. Uh, to put it bluntly, President Biden is seeking to roll back several of the tax uh, policies that President Trump advocated. Though not officially part of the Biden proposal, the article does explain that numerous other changes are being considered, including repealing the limit on state and local tax deductions uh, and to the real estate like kind exchange benefit and incentives for domestic job creation and a potential phase out of deductions from pass through vehicles like sub S corporation uh, partnerships and trusts for people with income of $400,000 or more. Okay. 
Well, yeah, I know they're looking to raise taxes to pay for some of the <laughs> all that stimulus spending. Mm-hmm. Uh, about six trillion in stimulus spending there, at least uh, so far, and the infrastructure bill. So it does have to be paid for somehow. Uh, but from what you've explained, uh, you know, throughout today's show, it seems like uh, a lot of the potential changes would be limited to people who are making four hundred thousand or more. Is that right? Yes, that's exactly right. If there's one clear theme running throughout the Biden plan, it's an emphasis on changes that benefit those making less than $400,000. And that's not to say people who make less than that may not also see a ripple effect if the plan passes. Uh, Beyond that, though, the Biden plan would tax investment income for people whose income is more than $1 million at ordinary income rates implement higher social security and estate taxes on higher earners or high earners and the wealthy. So drop the estate tax step up in basis and tax carried interest fund distributions at ordinary income rates. Okay. Well, I hope uh, a lot of listeners out there are going to be able to take away some good information from today. I'm sure they will, but I can't get over this nagging feeling that uh, a lot of them are probably saying, okay, I get all that, but are my taxes going to go up? (laughs) You know, I think that kind of anxiety is more than reasonable, Tony. And the simplest way for me to answer that question is to say, it depends. You know, to know <laughs> yep. to know what the impact uh, to you might be, your best bet may be to just find a tax professional and a financial services professional who can help you look at your unique situation. All right. Well, in the time we have left, how about you just give us a quick recap about whose taxes would go up under the Biden plan? Oh, you got it. Under President Biden's proposal, taxes for corporations and for most people with incomes of $400,000 or more will go up. It would return us to the pre-2017 top marginal individual tax rate of 39.6% and also swap out the flat rate tax credit for some deductions. Now, people with incomes greater than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they do on wages. And lastly, equity and hedge fund managers would be subject to ordinary income rates on carried interest. Yeah, that's a big one for some folks out there. And there's a lot to digest when it comes to the Biden tax plan. But as you noted earlier, while many of its elements may become law, it's quite likely the bill is currently proposed will have changes and that could affect uh, all of us. So how about an updated uh, episode once this bill is actually signed, Albert? I think that sounds like a great plan. Um, Obviously, we covered a lot in this episode. So uh, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. All right. And let's talk about that website really quick. Um, how do you spell that? It's kaizenfinancialgroup.com? Yes, it's K-A-I-Z-E-N financialgroup.com. Awesome. Thanks for that. And folks, that wraps up today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you and have a great week, folks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 
or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.